Hi, I'm Erin Marcus, former corporate executive turned entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the Ready Yet podcast. We're excited to bring you more than 100 episodes of interviews and insights designed to help entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Ready Yet podcast with my guest today, Jessica Harrington and her business, Journey to Yourself, which I absolutely love and I have a million questions, but um, let's jump into it. Like this is really, the your business name reminds me of this. Um, this was actually on a cover of a journal. I did not come up with this. I could, you know, not going to claim it was my original idea, though no one would really know. Um, the idea of journey to yourself and then this cover of this journal that really struck with me is that it's not about discovering yourself. It's about uncovering what's there before the world piled a bunch of crap on it. A hundred percent. So tell me more about what it is you do and all of the cool things and let everyone know official, official, official and all that business. Yeah. So my super nutshell story is I started my career in the drug and alcohol field. So I was working with men, reduce their sentence from jail, coming into the rehab. So I did that for a couple of years. Could imagine it was never a boring day. Loved every moment with them. Did group therapy, helped them get their GEDs, a couple other random things, um, and just loved it. But being there, I really learned that there wasn't a prevention side, right? You go to rehab, it's like, here's three days. Now go get your life together. Good luck. And we're you right back in the place that caused the problem in the first place. Exactly. Good luck getting a different outcome. <laughs> and then people go, well, you've been in rehab so many times. Okay, well, how many times have you picked up a book? And how many times have you learned this new trick and then you don't apply it, right? And so that's kind of where my mindset went with when I was talking to my coworkers, I was talking to my classmates, I was thinking, we are all struggling with this one thing called stress. We're just all reacting to it differently, but no one talks about it in that way, right? It's just that poo-poo go away type thing. So I went back to school, got a master's in public health, and that's actually where I learned about entrepreneurship. And I learned about starting programs and doing things on your own. I'm going, oh, wait, I can just make my own thing. Something crazy, right? This is this is amazing. Um, so after I graduated, I decided that wasn't enough debt. And so I decided to start my own business. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're gonna, right. If you're going to do it, don't go all the way. (laughs) That's what they tell you, right? Those damn gurus. Um, so that's what I do. So what I do now is I educate others about stress management and burnout and going back to what you were saying with the journey to yourself. That's exactly why I started the name journey to yourself, because a lot of times it's very easy to say, my kids do this. My boss says this. My husband does this. They don't, I don't feel supportive. Kind of like you're saying like that weight and weight of the outside on me. But in reality, when I make one to five minutes with myself every single day, I really learn what I want to need. Then I'm able to communicate with what I want to need. And then I'm able to set boundaries for what I want to need. And you just start to see these things slowly transform into who you are and what you want. And a lot of times um, we tend to be what others want and what we tend to be what we think others want, need in their life. And so just really uncovering all of that and just showing up for yourself. One of the things you just said that I really love, and I think this is one of the places people get messed up or, you know, derailed when they try to make these changes for themselves is slowly. 
slowly because we read a book, we take a program, we listen to a podcast, whatever it is, and we go, that's it, right? That's it. I've had enough. And what we do is we do such a, we try to do such a 180 immediately. It doesn't work because you're not the person you need to be to be there yet. The world around you is going, holy crap, what happened to Erin? She's lost her mind, right? And so they're not reacting in a way that makes it possible for me at all to stay where I said I now wanted to be. I don't actually know how to be that person because I tried to jump the steps. Well, it's that 100%, but also just making it super simple. Stress is a reaction to change. So even though it's a good change, even though it's me being positive, Jess, and even though it's me going to the gym and me starting a business, there's going to be change and I'm going to have a reaction. That's that part where you're just bringing up now is that I don't know that I feel that reaction. And because there's that resistance, because there's stress, it's, oh, that must be wrong. It must be right. I evidently I can't do it. And we go right back. And and one of the ways, one of the things that I say a lot about business decisions and is like put bumpers in your gutter so you don't fall too far off either side. And then another way to say this is kind of like what we're describing is you can still move forward via the pendulum effect, but the wider your pendulum swings, the more it hurts when it hits you. I love that. Right? Like, this is what you're, like, to me, what you're describing is how do we make, right? The pendulum's picking up momentum. It's either going to slam into you and knock you off the, the, the platform, or maybe it just bounces against you because you've put bumpers in your gutters slowly, 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 like a funnel to get you where you want to be instead of abrupt abrasive change that just kind of like our, where we started with rehab, you don't stand a chance of it sticking. No. It's too big a leap. And the two ways that kind of going back to your pendulum, which I absolutely love, and I might steal and be like, steal. Okay, steal. <laughs> but the it. way, the two ways that I try to describe it is one, super, like non-crazy is you're not going to run a marathon tomorrow. You have to buy sneakers. You have to stretch. You have to then exercise and you have to, right. You have to train. You need to get a new prescription for a better inhaler, but that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then the other thing too, is that it's small steps and it's consistency. I think that's the other thing too. We miss a lot when you're talking about like those books is that we think it's like working out. I, I can do it one day, two days, and then I should have apps. It's not how it is. So the way I try to picture consistency is I tell my, my, if I'm doing groups or do my one-on-one client, I go, how many times do you brush your teeth a week? You do it every day because you need consistency, but you don't go to the dentist every day to get the big scrub down. No, because you're brushing your teeth every single day. You tell your kids, you have to brush them every single day. You have to show up every single day to take care of your teeth. It's just like everything else we're doing. It's a daily thing that takes two minutes. Find things that take two minutes right, on a daily thing. And then you can grow into that hour long morning routine. And then you can grow into that 45 minute workout. And then you can, but you can't just jump into go, I'm going to start an hour more routine. That's what that, how I become a busier uh, entrepreneur. No, no, no. That's how you, you get that pendulum swinging at you. Right. That's how you feel like a failure when it didn't work for you. And two, you know, two days into it, you oversleep by 20 minutes and you just give up. You know, we, you know, that's one of the reasons we used to say in the gym, never skip Mondays. 
because the way that humans work, like if you go Monday, there's a good chance you'll get to at least Wednesday. But if you don't go Monday, you may, you know, now you got a 50, 50 chance of going Tuesday. And if you don't go Tuesday, you're going to wait till next week. Exactly. And that's the other point too, right? If I do the little things every day, I have something to fall back on. So for example, with the gym, right? So if I go to the gym every day, it's, it's a Monday, it was sun. I'm Eagles over here. So Sunday night Eagles game, you're like, oh, okay, Monday morning is hard. But maybe because I'm in that routine of just waking up and putting my workout clothes on, I can do stretches. I can do a yoga. I have something where it's still the routine where it's not a week of nothing. Maybe it wasn't the cardio and it wasn't the muscle and it was, but I still moved my body. So even well, though it's, yeah. it's staying away from the all or nothing thinking. Yes. It's staying 100%. away from that. Just right. two minutes. Right. So, okay. So going back a little bit to your personal entrepreneurial journey, I totally understand this aha moment you had when you're like, wait a minute, I could do this for myself. But the other half of that is what makes you brave enough to do it for yourself? Because when you don't know that that's a thing, like I didn't know that there was this thing I could do and be where I didn't have a job until I was in my late 30s. I didn't know that was a path I could even entertain because it wasn't in my purview as I grew up. So it's one thing to create the awareness that it's an option, but what creates the willingness to jump or get pushed off the cliff and actually do the thing? I think I, uh, it's a couple of things, right? For me, it was, I always learned I had to show up for myself. I grew up in a certain kind of household. You know, there was drug addiction, there was mental health, there was abuse, all the things. And so I had to learn how to show up for myself. And so I think when it came to taking that next step to the business, it was that it was, I can go quote unquote, settle and find a job that where I would teach, but I wouldn't have the, the teachers that I do now. I have to follow their curriculum. I would have to, you know, to put, pursue somebody else's dream. And I didn't want to do that. It was my thought was, what I have to lose, I'm already at the lowest of my life in the sense of like, I don't really have anything. Right. And so either I can just stay here and just kind of keep working at this, or I can just make that strive for myself and see what I learned from about it. And that's kind of what I did. It was more of that. What do I got to lose type thing? And I think sometimes we get really caught up in, well, I can lose so much. I can lose my house and I can lose my, this. And my mindset was I bounced back from so many things that it is. And we have all lived the hardest days we've till today, right? You've lived the hardest day of your life and you have survived. And so that was always my mindset too, is that I have lived the hardest day and I have survived. I can do another thing. And I think that is something that I come across in successful entrepreneurs is a self-trust that you know, no matter what happens, you will be okay that you kind of only learn from experience. Let's take a quick break. Intentional lead generation is the missing piece in most business owners' growth strategy. It's the bridge that moves people from experiencing your marketing and into actual sales conversations with you. If you want to learn how to bridge this gap in your business, join us on May 16th for the Lead Gen Masterclass and learn how to work smarter, not harder, to grow your business. You can register at conqueryourbusiness.com. We've made it easy for you. Just look for the pop-up. Right, you only, because the thing is too, even going back to those books, 
when you read the books, you go, okay, I'm going to practice this habit. You still learn from yourself. So even just something, it doesn't have to be like you said, that, that big jump of that, you know, with the pendulum, I'm just going to learn that new habit. Yeah. And I get to learn something about myself. I get to try something like how cool is it that every time I get to do something new, I get to learn about myself. I get to push myself. I get to go, Oh, don't like that. That was really spicy. I don't like spicy. <laughs> I get to learn that. How cool is that, that I give myself that option every day. But there's a, I totally agree with you, by the way, I absolutely agree with you. But I think most people are absolutely terrified to learn any sort of negative truth about themselves and it stops them, right? Like the heavy lifting. I, in my business, we do marketing and business strategy and strategy to scale and all those things. But the other side of the business is how do I help you be who you have to be in order to do the plan? Because the plan doesn't work if you can't do the plan. Yeah. And what you're talking about is And the way that you're saying it, the energy with which you are saying it is the same energy I had to learn. It's it's just curiosity. And to me, the heavy lift, the hard work is this part, because you can pay somebody to do a business plan and do your marketing. You can like pay somebody. You can't outsource getting out of your own way. For sure. And I think it's going back to like, I didn't just quit my job and say, okay, let me just start. Like I did. Which is great, right? Oh, no, it's not great. (laughs) Don't do it. I don't, that's not, for me, that was my story. It was, I still had the nine to five and I did the bartending, but once I was bartending, if I, I wish I kept them to this day, but you know, when people write, they had like, when you go to your server, the server's like writing on a notepad, those notepads, I memorized your order. So that notepad was not for you. That notepad was for when it was slow. And I was writing down all my different business ideas and the different programs, the different outcomes. So I still wish I kept that, but I'm like, but that's what mine was always filled with. That's how I always knew it was my book because it had all my different ideas. Some of them I kept, some of them I'm glad I threw out. (laughs) But that's what it was. It was those baby steps. It didn't just say, okay, I graduated. Now let me start this business. It was okay. I graduated. How do you start a business? Let me get these ideas out. Let me do what I learned through my schooling plus people I talk to. So what do you do to keep your, cause you're right. This is the path. This is the way forward. And yet we are surrounded by Instagram. We are surrounded by everyone's marketing. We're surrounded by everyone's highlight reels, which isn't wrong for them to do, by the way, as long as it's not lying. You got to market yourself in a positive light because if you marketed yourself in a negative light, nobody would hire you. I get that. <laughs> right. So that's not, but how do you, like, are there tools and tricks and tips to how do you stay your path when it feels like your path sucks and isn't working compared to everybody else's path? I think honesty. I'm very honest. Like if, so if you're on my emails, like if I send a Monday email, right. I'm very honest with what's going on. I'm not going, Oh my God, this is my woe me, but I'll be honest. I'm like, Oh, I was driving. Someone gave me my little finger today because I wasn't paying attention driving. Right. I'm very honest. I'm not saying these things don't happen. I'm not saying I don't experience stress. I'm not saying that, you know, that's because that's experience of life, right? That's, that's true. Kind of going what you were saying like every day, everyone's experiencing life, no matter what, but it's honesty. I have to be honest with myself. I want honest and trust from others. I have to give it to myself first. Mm-hmm. And so then I can expect it from others as well. But I think sometimes, again, we look for that external, but we mm-hmm. have to start within. So I have to start with being, okay, well, Jess, you kind of stuttered during your workshop today. Oh, Jess, you know, your Invisalign is making you kind of like, you know, right now, right? These are truths. These are things that I'm hearing right now. But 
it's not stopping me from getting my point out. It didn't stop me from getting some things that you can understand and your audience can understand, right? So what's a bigger picture of me coming to this podcast? What's the biggest picture for me yes. for my fiance? What's more important? I, I break that down to priorities. I get real black and white on that in order to keep moving forward. What do What's more important to me? Showing up or being safe? Do I need to be perfect in my, you know, in my delivery, ask the perfect question, have the perfect hair, ex, you know, go on and on and on? Or is it more important that this message gets out to the person who needs to hear it? And you got to think like, if I had everything put together, which I don't, but if I had everything, <laughs> which is like the theme of our conversation constantly, right? Is laughing at ourselves about what's not like every time you and I talk, we're laughing at ourselves about what's not put together today. But if everything was put together, so we all have that person in our um, field that we look up to, right? No matter who it is. So one of my people is Simon Sinek. I don't know if you know him, but one of my yeah. people, right? Love him, have every one of his speeches memorized. But I can tell you how many times he says, um, I can tell you when he goes, Oh, what was my acronym? Guys, I'm what was I doing? <laughs> what was and he'll be honest and he's right he gets paid buckos, right? right. Buckos. And people I don't honestly, need the perfection. Don't need perfection. I like him more and I honor him more because of it. And there's other people that I follow that do the same thing. There's like, uh, wait, I was talking. Hold on, guys, my brain just left me here. All right, now I'm back. Right. I want to be with somebody that's real and showing me the real ways and showing me because when I see that, I know that they have hit, they can, they go back and forth like I do. And that makes me feel seen and heard. hundred percent. So, so true. I, one of the things I try to help people and do myself is I own the crap out of what I'm great at. And I will scream just as loudly from the rooftops about what I have no business touching. Yes. Oh, yes. I can tell you. Don't give me technology. I'll be right. Wait. Okay. I got to tell you because this just happened. I joke that I don't touch the calendar, my calendar. I don't touch my calendar. I don't fill out forms. I don't touch any of the, I don't sign us up for things. Right. And it can come off as, oh, I have an assistant who does that. And yeah, that's what lets me focus on what I need to do. So yesterday I thought I would just save some time. I knew she was out for the day. I needed to sign up for this thing, blah, 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 blah. I managed to sign myself up twice. Like <laughs> there's a reason. I don't even know how I did it. Right. So now there's already emails going back and forth about how there's going to be charges that are going to be revert. Cause I did it wrong because I don't pay attention when I do, you know, whatever. And no, yeah. it doesn't. But here's the thing also. I know that the fact that I can't accurately fill out the form doesn't make me an idiot. And there's a difference, right? You're not dumb. <laughs> it might make me a dork, but it doesn't make me an idiot. 100%, right? It's nothing wrong with you or anything like that. And that's the thing too, right? Some people are great cooks and some people are great with mechanics. <laughs> some people are being not great cooks. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? And it's funny because my brother, he's a super tech guy. And so I probably call him on a weekly basis going, so funny story, right? <laughs> but I also, I know this, that for, for, uh, I can make a really pretty PowerPoint, but going to your office and presenting that gives me, gives me stress. Cause I could think about all the different wires and pulling it up. But if I'm clicking, is it the whole nine yards, right? I don't want that. So I don't bring PowerPoints, right? So it's not, it doesn't make me better because I don't have PowerPoints. It's just I just know I'm going to not be me if I have that. Yep. And uh, yeah, and it really is. I mean, this all goes together, right? It's the confidence and the self-awareness 
that yeah. allow you, right? You have to have it or courage, you know, even if you don't have the confidence yet, have the courage to start. 100%. And the self-awareness and the self-worth that allows you to take the risks to do your own thing, knowing that you'll always be okay, that allows you to start on the journey to discovering yourself, right? The journey to yourself that allows you to eventually get to the place where you can have a boundary and not feel everyone's going to hate you for it. Yes. If anything, you're giving, when you do this, and I think people automatically go, they're going to be upset when I do this. They're going to be upset if I communicate this. What you do when you set boundaries, what you do when you communicate your feelings, what you do when you say like, I don't like this or I want more of this. You are also now creating a relationship where they can come to you and say the same thing. That's the key, by the way, between self-value and entitlement. That's the difference. And I think that's what people confuse. We are a little too inundated with the crazy people all over social media and a very entitled, ridiculously entitled society. Having boundaries is not the same as just give me what I want when I want it. And it's not a, you know, it has to be a two-way street. Two-way street. And so that also goes to the point of taking that part out, but just like having the relationship, right? Meeting that person where they're where they're at. Mm-hmm. Right. Knowing your skills. So your your person's not gonna come home and be like, oh, you didn't cook lasagna? No, because that's not who you are. But did you buy pizza tonight because they work late? For sure. Right. So it's just meeting you where you're at. So I'm still providing. Maybe they're like, hey, can you have food ready when I get home? Sure. I can't cook lasagna, but I can have takeout. I know their favorite Chinese place. So it's just meeting yourself where you're at. I think we get really lost in that too. Like, oh, well, I have to make this big thing. No, if that's not who you are, that's right. who you are. So who do you work with now? I mean, are these the uh, people who you used to work with now out in the world working with you? Or who do you usually, who are you uh, working with now? Yeah, of course. So my one-on-one has been a lot of business owners to focus a lot on that work-life balance, even mm-hmm. some mindset, right? Um, and just kind of figuring, hey, now this is getting busier, which is great. But now I want it, you get hear this a lot. Now I want more flexibility, but how do I create that? Where do I set these boundaries? How do I put the way message on? How All those things, right? So how to find that work-life balance? I get that a lot. But I also get a lot with uh, college students as well, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then, one of the- one of the things going back to who, you know, working with folks in jail and addiction and all those things, we can get all judgy, but for the most part, there's one life incidence between most of us and being in that situation. 110%. And so to, it would be, it would be very self, you know, it'd be very safe to be able to say that these are very different populations, but they're really not. No, it's split by hair. Well, that was going to be next piece yeah. too, is that like, my six month series program. So I do speaking, but then I also do my six month series program where I go into your office once a month for six months. And that has been blue collar dominant. So I'm in a lot of construction. I'm on an HVAC. I'm a lot of, yeah. Well, they don't have, I didn't, you know, I grew up in a blue collar world. Now here's the thing I'm older. So this was, you know, when I was a kid, there was none of like, there was none of this, you know, there really wasn't much access, uh, not to mention when our parents were younger, one of my friends and I say, if you look at the environment our parents grew up in, it's amazing. We're not worse than we are. Like, seriously, sure. um, didn't stand a chance type of situation. Um, but I know from the blue collar world, they didn't, 
they were slower to have access to this type of knowledge than in an office versus on a manufacturing floor. Yeah. So very cool. Very cool. So if people want to continue this conversation with you and learn more about what you do and have you come to their office and speak about this, because again, in my world, this is what I see. I see amazing, 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 brilliant people not getting anywhere near where they could. And it's not because they don't have a marketing plan and it's not because they don't have a strategy. It's because of this piece that you've been talking about and needing to get this dialed in in order to be able to be the person like that's where this whole podcast came from. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it, not in a negative way, but in a positive way. So how do they reach you? How do they find you? How do they continue this conversation? Yeah, of course. So everything from my, all the different ways I can work with you from my podcast that Aaron is also on um, to any events that I'm hosting, et cetera. It's at my uh, website called journey to yourself.net. Make sure it's dot net journeytoyourself.net. Awesome. We will make it easy and include the link. Thank you so much for sharing your time, your energy, your story, all of your insights, all the things. Love, love, love chatting with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I truly enjoy bringing these stories of success and inspiration to you. Please join us in our mission to empower entrepreneurs to be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives by sharing this with anyone you know who would benefit from our tactical and motivating advice, leaving us a review, and letting us know if there are any particular topics you would really appreciate hearing about. See you next time.